0: What's up, everybody? This is Tyler, the community pastor at 12th Street and one of the hosts of the ReChurch podcast. First off, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. We are so thankful for you, and we enjoy doing this, and it's such a, a joy to be a part of. Second, we want to apologize because we've had some delays in our uploading. We've had some uploading issues, but those have been corrected, so you should see a couple of podcasts pop up. Here's the thing, listen to those, give us feedback, and we are so thankful that you are listening to this. Once again, we apologize for the massive podcast dump, but that just means more podcasts for you to listen to. So enjoy the ReChurch podcast today and then going into 2021. Welcome to the ReChurch podcast. This is Tyler Armstrong, the student pastor at Twelfth Street Baptist Church in Rimbus City, Alabama, with our lead pastor, Thomas Winborn. We are asking the question, how can we become the church that Jesus intended What's up, everybody? We are back with the Recharge Podcast after a little hiatus. I mean, it's kind of been a weird season. It's you know, been a minute, to, yeah who is this? <laughs> what happened to Luke? Yes, what man. did you do to him? Yeah, I'm back, man. I was about to introduce Luke. I don't even know how you got in here, man. Like
1: <laughs> I just snuck in when you were looking. Oh,
0: I got you. Luke just walked out. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, Thomas is back, y'all. So um, he took a little break at the end of the year just to kind of, you know, get ready for this this new year and, you know, prepping his heart for preaching and all these things. So, so Luke kind of took over. Luke will be on the did podcast, a great too. job. We're gonna get a third mic, all right? Like, I was, I was yeah, like, I gotta get him on here, man. He did a great job filling in and Um, I think he worked his way up into a co-host. Way, hey, speaking of news on Southern Baptist World, Lifeway has a new logo. A new logo. A new logo. They have rebranded. New logo. I mean, and 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 okay. So it's kind of funny. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. Okay, so it has this really weird eye in it. Okay, and I was looking at it, and I'm sitting here looking at it, and I said, I said, man, what what is that eye? It, it looks n- like a
1: backwards R. Okay,
0: so Luke, now look at it. That just and, and you can Google it if you're. If you're I'm if
1: you're, watching. Oh, it's a cross. It's
0: a cross. Luke kind immediately of. saw it. Like it's like a negative space cross. It's yeah. kind of like what the FedEx logo does with the arrow. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. And they, they use negative space to create the cross. And so Luke immediately noticed noticed that. And I was like, Oh no. That's p- the the twenty one year old graphic design you know graphic designer in training who's better than me in a lot of ways you know he saw it and I was like okay that's pretty cool and th- and I've got a friend that works with LifeWay it also is the information eye they kind of yeah. model after the little eye and so I'm I like the direction man the the website they cleaned it up. Um, I think it's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, we'll see,
0: but we'll see how long LifeWay lasts in a world of Amazon.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, right? I mean, they, I they mean can, they my biggest life. frustration with LifeWay as a pastor would be, like, or as a Christian, living in this, when I first became a pastor, I was a, uh, a guy on staff at a church in Enterprise. We'd drive to Dothan and go to the LifeWay store, and I would walk in and look to buy something, and I just recognized how expensive it was to buy anything at LifeWay. Yeah. It made me so frustrated.
0: Yeah, though they used to price match. Back when there were stores, you could like you could go on Amazon and like say, Hey, you could buy like this book from Adrian Rogers and say, Hey, this book from Adrian Rogers like I don't even know an Adrian Rogers.
1: Prior to Amazon being as big. Yeah. But I would also think my other frustration was I would walk in and their top ten like books to buy would have people on there that were like modalists, they were heretics. Oh uh, yeah. Which I think I think I think I
0: think Mandrells really cleaned that up. The new person, but I'm I'm going to say this. Okay, we'll give you guys a hot take, and then we're going to go into the podcast. (laughs) Why do we keep hiring pastors or like seminary like like Tom Rainer, Ben Mandrell? These guys were pastors, or they worked at seminaries, right? Why do we hire them to work to run a multi million dollar company? Yeah, most like, like, guys like, are. Like, 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 like okay, like I mean, like I, I love Ben Mandrell. I think he's a talented pastor. I think he's a phenomenal leader. He pastored storyline Arvada, Ar- Arvada uh, in like right outside of Denver. Right. Not like, like what qualifies him to run a business like at that level? Like, does he have that? I mean, unless he has like some kind of like you know NBA experience that I don't know about. Maybe. But like, why don't we not have like, hire a pastor full time for like vision casting and like to to like recruit pastors into Lifeway, like churches in Lifeway. And then we hire like this like boss out of Chick-fil-A who knows how to run a company.
1: I mean, LifeWay started because it was the Southern Baptist Sunday School Board. To make, they're making their own curriculum.
0: I saw somebody the other day said that when I get to be the uh, Southern Baptist president, I'm going to change the name of LifeWay back to the Baptist Sunday School Board. Yeah, yeah. I want a shirt that says that.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's, it's what it was. The yeah, point yeah, was we yeah. make curriculum for our churches, and it's not that. It's a monster of its own now. Oh, you a know? Crazy. it's crazy. It's a
0: corporation. And so, and I think that's, I, I, once again— Companies and churches have identity we, crisis. We,
1: yeah, we lost our vision yeah, there. I yeah. don't
0: know. So let's go back to this. Um, name a song that's been drawing your heart to the Lord lately.
1: So so uh, there's this new album out by The Citizens mm. called The Joy of Being. I haven't and, listened to it yet. Uh, I haven't seen it. Haven't this it. one for our subject today, the one that's been drawing on my heart as I was working through our sermon on prayer, uh, was the song Forgive Us. Oh yeah, It's really good, man. The whole album is really good. I haven't heard it. I mean, all the songs on it have really connected, and I've connected with them.
0: Their um, album, A Mirror Dimly. Yeah, Uh, that's good. Dude, like, I mean, uh, that song got me, like, really helped me through the death of my father back in 2015. I was like, man, it just, I mean, spoke to my heart, you know, not seeing the father clearly, but trusting in his hand. Oh, my gosh, so
1: good. This one though, man, I think it's even a broader base appeal to mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's got a lot of people working with, like Jess Ray is another person we've oh, highlighted yeah. before. She's featured on this song. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and there's like a, the, one of the McCrackens, you know, is yeah. on there for another song. There's a lot of Sandra. Lot of co, yeah, Sandra McCracken. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, co kind of singing stuff going a on there. there. They and don't it, do that a lot. It, and it feels a little bit more. Potentially a little bit more congregational than some of the other stuff. That's interesting because they're. They,
0: I mean, they used to be a congregational band, then they kind of branched out, and became this like yeah. you know performance band. That's interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love I'll it. I'll check it's it It's always out. running at our house no, right now. I, I will add it to my queue right now. Still stuff. What about you, man? Um, he will hold me fast. We've sang that a couple of weeks ago. Um, here and man, that song is just. Oh, it's powerful. a wonderful
1: song. Oh, yeah. it's so
0: powerful. You yeah, that song and Christ, the sure and steady anchor. I think are my two yeah, most listen to. Good. Um, like worship songs last year, you know, like, and, and, but he will hold me fast, man. Congregational, very powerful. And then just, I mean, very, very hypnotic. Yeah. It's very, very hymnal, well, I mean, like I mean even, even use song. the word, he will hold me fast. Like, I mean, like what does the word fast mean? And like, you know, like, I mean, think about those things. I mean, I was thinking about that. We had students in the room. I was looking at the students like, do they even know what like, fast means? Like he will hold me fast. Like does that, do they know, yeah. understand what that means? But even at the same time, Like, knowing the meaning, knowing what happens, man, the Father will hold me fast, He's going to, and and he has helped me fast, and he's going to continue. He's not going to drop me. And so, uh, what's a resource on the topic today that you'd recommend on the subject
1: of prayer? So, I'm going to start off just by saying that um, I'm going to give two resources. I like to do that. One of them is much thicker and difficult to read than the other. It's still, both are very accessible, but one is uh, Prayer by Timothy Keller, and his is just a thorough treatment of the idea and topic of prayer. Uh, and really a, powerful a, book. Really powerful book. It's really good. And then the, there's one that's like a really short, easy read. I remember sending it to my dad, and um, he really loved this book, man. It's just Al Mohler has written a book that's basically walking through Jesus' prayer in Matthew 6, the the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And it's called The Prayer That Turns the World Upside Down. And uh, it's just a good exposition. He just takes each area of the prayer and kind of says, here's what you're praying for. Here's how you can do that mm-hmm. and model this prayer. And uh, it's just a really good treatment. Very quick read, really short book. Probably reading just one sitting, you think? Uh, I think if you're a reader, yeah. Okay. I think if not, it's even better to read one chapter a day. Oh, that's cool. And okay. focus on each day, that. one area yeah. area of how to pray in that way. And then kind of, you could do one a week mm-hmm. and then then practice it for the week. Oh, okay. Really good. That's cool. Yeah, what about for you?
0: Uh, for me, I'm going to recommend this one, Praying the Bible by Donald Whitney. And I, I mean,
1: you go Southern Baptist. Yeah, guy. dude,
0: 100%, man. And, and it, this is a phenomenal book, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love this book.
1: Donald Whitney is the spiritual disciplines guy for the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah,
0: and uh, I mean, he, he's phenomenal at it. He I mean he's, he's good. He's, he's, he's so good. You know? And Donald Whitney, man, he wrote this book called Praying the Bible. Yep. And I found it on um, my trip when I was actually looking at and enrolled at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary back in 2015, right before my dad passed away. Um, it was on sale at their little Lifeway store that That's they right. had. And um, it was like five bucks. And I was like, man, <clears throat> professor from Southern, you know, that's really cool. So I grabbed it. Man, that book revolutionized my prayer life. You know, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, it really, rev- and, and it's kind of the, the, the thesis of the book is simply you can pray the Bible. So you pray, like he teaches you how to pray through narrative, how to pray the Psalms. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's really neat. So like when you're reading like a Psalm, like Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, you know, I shall not want. Father, thank you for, you know, being my shepherd, for leading me in this way and, and, and being the one who's always beside me and always taking care of my desires, always taking care of my wants. Like, you know, and just and so and he just walks you through and, and, and it's a a really simple concept. Yeah. But I'd never prayed that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd always heard the guys in church i always had the really you know like almost like the king james prayers that they talk to you normal and then it was like the thou father be with me you know and <laughs> yeah um no yeah, offense you pray that way king james yeah yeah, yeah they, they, that's not how they talk though you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. i've always heard that growing up I've, I've never heard that here praise god yeah but then i've always heard the prayers that you hear and you're going man that was like a very pharisaical prayer like you know what i'm saying even in my own heart we're like i'll pray something and i go man like I'm doing this for the room. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sure. just to I me, mean, like, you probably had those moments where, like, you do that. Yeah. This book helped me in my quiet time and personal life. Like, last night when we were doing the, we started a series on the Beatitudes, praying through the scriptures, just prayed the Beatitudes over our students. Yeah. That's and then it was just so good. And then that book taught me how to do that. So I'd highly that's recommend great. this book. That's good. And so it's just a really pure, and on top of that, so stinking simple. So stinking simple. I think it's like yeah. 75, 80 pages.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, all right, so let's talk about prayer, man. Yeah, man. Let's dive into it. And so we started this series just a few weeks ago called uh, This is the Way.
1: And well, it's just called the way. Yeah. Practicing yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 The way you're, you're mixing yeah. Mandalorian. Oh Gosh,
0: it. man. Well, you did that entire thing where it was like, you got everybody say, this is the way. Yeah. And I was in the back of the room going, gosh, this sounds so creepy. And I was like, just imagine like the people that heard this from the Mandalorian. It
1: like sounded creepy.
0: No, I, 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 well, I mean, I'm not a fan. Okay. And, and, and I didn't feel like it sounded creepy in the sense of like cultish. I'm I think glad we
1: we're on this together because I would never know that you thought what I did was creepy <laughs> Dude, until now. I'm not a fan of like
0: responsive readings. I'm not okay. a fan of, like, the entire congregation doing it. Because, number one, I'm a fast talker. So I always talk faster than everybody else. So, so I what do you s- do
1: when somebody says, the force be with you?
0: I mean, I'll say that back to him, But if it's, like, a group I'm like, say what? may the force be with you.
1: No, and also with you.
0: No, I don't say that. I do not say that. <laughs> but listen to me. Like, I'm serious. Responsive readings have always creeped me out. Like, and I, I love liturgy. Like, I love, I love that feel. But it's, like, the congregation reading back, like, and he will be with us. And it's, like, all in yeah, one tone yeah, of voice. Yeah. And it sounds
1: like, like... It sounds cultic. A little yeah, it
0: bit. does, man. I mean, like, like, like the WandaVision, There was this part on WandaVision, The most recent Disney yeah. Marvel show came out, uh-huh. and like, this girl goes for the children, and then everybody goes for the children, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. in the same tone of voice. And so, like, I, 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 like, I had walked in, I walked out to come back here and check out the live stream, see how the live stream I came in, I didn't know you'd done that. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, so Thomas what he goes,
1: means <laughs> by that is, what he means is, I was telling everybody we were starting this series called the Way, and so a- at the end of each main point, I would say, "This is the way." of jesus and everybody goes this is the way yes and, okay and it's and, a play with the mandalorian yeah. thing that's real popular right now but it's also like the way is what the the church was yeah, called, the, church, way. Yeah, it it called it was the way it wasn't called christianity it was called
0: yeah, the way 100 yeah, percent.
1: I, I, I dig it but i mean imagine me walking in and not
0: realizing that you had done yeah, that yeah. and i walk in like at the first like after five minutes of the sermon i hear this is the way and yeah. then you and then, like, and then i hear the congress this is the way And I'm like, yeah. whoa <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so yeah. we're starting this series. I think it walking. worked though. By oh, the dude, way. I loved it. I mean, I mean, I loved it later. It was just kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, I, I'm <laughs> g- creepy to me. Just, I loved it. I think it worked. I think our people loved it. So Everybody was back very on the subject
1: of prayer. So we're doing this series called the way. <laughs> And we're basically, it's about practicing the way of Jesus, yes. which I don't like to call them spiritual practices, and they're life practices for people that love Jesus, to become more like Jesus, to walk the way Jesus walked, to live life that way, and practicing the, the, the lifestyle of Jesus. Yeah. And so now we're breaking down these practices that have been known over time as spiritual practices or ancient practices. Spiritual disciplines. Spiritual disciplines. And uh, we started off with prayer, and yeah. so we're talking about that today. And I think it's important for us to talk about what prayer is. I was just reading this uh, sermon by Martin. Lloyd-Jones, mm. uh, one of my favorite preachers of old, who's not that far back. And um, he had this sermon, and he was talking about what prayer is not. He talked about a lot of things. It's not just saying words to yeah. God. It's, it's communing with God. And I've got a quote here. I want to say what is prayer. Yeah. But he says, but now prayer means that you and I can go into the presence of God and that we have communion with God. We do not just get on our knees and offer up some pious hopes and fears and aspirations on our own thoughts. No, we are going to have communion with the living God. We are entering into his very presence. The first thing about prayer is that we realize that. It's mm. really good, man. That's good, dude. Yeah. What sermon is that? Uh, it's from a sermon called uh, Prayer in Authentic Christianity, which is basically his series on Acts. Oh, got we you. Just walk okay. just through the book of Acts. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I say that to say prayer is meant to be, you know, our, our, our three pieces of strategy for how we live out the mission of our church to help people become apprentices of jesus yeah that is basically these three things presence being with god formation right, formation becoming like jesus and mission doing what jesus did yeah and so presence with god is something i think that most of us probably struggle with more than anything 100 percent,
0: man i mean i mean i i mean i've struggled with that for years i mean like what does it mean to be in the lord's presence you know, what does it mean to do those things? And I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, it's this kind of, you know, very abstract way. Because, I mean, when we think about presence, like I think about, you know, moments where I'm sitting. Like right now, I'm in your presence. Right now, like when I'm sitting inside Luke and, Luke and Olivia and we're in each other's presence, what does it mean to be in the presence of the Father, you know, yeah. intentionally and yeah. all those things? So it's just, it's it's, a, it's, you know, once you wrap your mind around it and you have to, you're like, wow, this is you know, very so, and if we're you know, Christians,
1: the Holy Spirit lives in us. We're always yeah, We're always in the presence of the presence of Father, yeah. But how do you how do you realign yourself with that and, uh, and, and effectively spend time with the Lord? And that's what i was
0: supposed to say. I would actually, you know, we I mean, obviously, you know, you know, when we talk about, you know, attributes of God, omniscience he's all I mean, omniscience omnipresent, he's always with us. He's all-knowing, he's always there. But when we think about prayer, intentionally drawing into his presence, like setting yeah. aside time for that thing. And it's a interesting thought.
1: Yeah, so I, I think the way that that has to happen. So, how should we pray? I think the yeah. first thing that helps usually right, Jesus. Is, is, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jesus I mean, it says pray then like this. Yeah, so yeah that's yeah, what Matthew I mean, 6. But yeah, I, would I, mean, saying, yeah, I would start off just by saying read some scripture. Oh, you're going more practical. So, I just yeah. Jesus jewed you, man. Well, so, well yeah. I think it is the Jesus juke, Christ to be real practical. He, yeah, he's I mean, way more practical than a lot of the religious stuff we've been taught. Well,
0: and that's the thing, man. Like, I, I was going to say that, you know, just going back, just I know, like, read some scripture and things like that. But when we say practicing the way of Jesus, we didn't just come up; these spiritual disciplines weren't just made up. No, you know what I'm saying? Like they just yeah. weren't made up. Like, like, and that's something that, like, especially, you know, I'm, I'm preparing to preach on, on, like, one of the spirituals. On, and and I didn't realize until I started diving into the disciplines, you know, almost two years ago now, going on three years, reading these things, diving into these things, watching these things happen, that Jesus practiced these. Yeah, that's what we mean by practicing the way of Jesus, doing yeah. the things that Jesus did in formation, and actually doing these things.
1: These are things Jesus did. I think it's important for us to recognize that what we're used to doing—we say to be a Christian means to do this: go to church, be in a small group, um, do some kind of service. Hold on, like, what does it mean to be a Christian? Christian, Christian—the word of Christian means to be like Christ, and to be like Christ, did Jesus just go to church on Sunday morning? and then be in a small group on Sunday morning, and then show up and, like— He was a very active member at First Baptist Jerusalem, bro. Right. I mean, is, is that how it was? What, so yeah. so if we're being shaped into the image of Christ, if that's what formation is, then then what did Jesus look like? What are yeah. the practices that were ongoing for so him? so looking how at walk how walk he
0: prayed, you know, yeah. I think that that— I mean, like, and, and, and you read the Scriptures to learn that. Like, focus on the Gospels. Like I mean, focus on the object of our faith. Look I, at him.
1: I can never get away from the idea where Jesus is asked by the disciples, "How do we pray?" And he says, "Pray then like this." Uh, just right there shows him, and, and he does, us what and that's
0: do. in two gospels. That's in yeah. the. I mean, that's I mean, Matthew, Matthew, and Luke, Luke, and Luke's does <laughs> yeah. a little bit more in depth. I mean, I didn't realize that until, you know, just, I mean, a few years back even, the the depth that Luke dives into.
1: So I think this is like the books we've shared with you can be really helpful in understanding how to pray the Lord's Prayer. There's a lot of them out there like that. But I think the big part about it is how do you pray practically? Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of seasons of prayer in your day. So I think you think about when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, you need to take time to pray. Start off by reading some Scripture and then pray. That just sets your heart on the Lord reading Scripture, what's the Lord's saying. Um, Have a regular reading of Scripture. That's another spiritual uh, gift or or spiritual practice that you should be involved in. And let the Lord lead you as you're reading through the Scriptures for the year uh, every day to kind of lead your heart in prayer. But you can always just start with that outline in Matthew 6. But I, I would say that um, You don't have to stick to that. Like, my, my prayer time in the morning is different than my prayer time in the evening. Yeah. My prayer, tri- my prayer time around meals is different than my prayer time apart from meals. Yeah. So I think you just find patterns, and there's lots of patterns out there to go with. The bigger thing is, are you spending time with the Lord? It's not so much asking stuff from the Lord. It's are you spending time with Him? You can ask for things. You can talk about your problems. But are you spending time in His presence recognizing that you're with God? Mm. That That's the bigger part of this. That's good. Because it's about relationship. We say that all the time, but are we living that out? Even the most important, intimate part of our relationship with God, which is the communion with one another through conversation. I used to get, like, especially
0: in my marriage and, like, when me and my wife were dating and things like that, I love – I'm a, like, you know, this is my personality type. I'm a spontaneous guy. I love spontaneity. But I realized that even, you know, the times where I need to take my wife on a date – those times where we need to be, you know, hanging out together, where we can be, you know, emotionally intimate with one another, you know, just conversing with one another and all those things. I used to think it was, like, the worst thing to do to, like, schedule that time out. Right. I used to hate that. I was like, man, I don't need to do that. And I think I carried that over to my relationship with the Lord. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and so like I was like, man, like you know, man, they need to be like, like super spiritual moments, you know. And then what I realized was, I was like, no, that's not how this works at all, especially in my marriage. I need to make time, like set aside time for my wife, set aside time for my son, set aside time for those things, and set aside time for the father, mm-hmm. you know. And then and then and, and, and then like I'm sitting there, you know, I, I was reading this book, uh, the ruthless, the ruthless elimination of hurry, and he talks about the clock. Why mm-hmm. the clock was invented? The reason why the clock was invented was so that monks could know what time to pray. Yep. Yeah, like that's the entire reason why they seven hours of yeah, prayer, seven yeah, times yeah, of I mean, prayer. Yeah, yeah, There's seven yeah. types of prayer that they had, and like they even had like a time of community together, and they would go back into their individual cells and you know mm-hmm. pray and things like that. And so, and I've kind of tried to adopt that into my own personal life, you know. And I'm not, I, I mean, you know me well. Like I'm not this like super like over the top disciplined person, but I try to intentionally go okay at, in between these times. I'm going to spend time with the Father in prayer. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. In between these times, I'm going to spend time. I'm going to try to do this. And I'm going to try to focus in on those things. And use Scripture. Focus in on But I think that, I mean, just how to pray, man. Like, you've got to be intentional about those times where you're spending time with the Father and making sure you're setting aside the time to be in His presence.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And we've got to, and to help out, yeah. we've got this series we did last year in the January February time frame about praying like Jesus that breaks down the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6. And then we just talked about prayer again, how to enter into the throne of prayer. There's lots of resources. Watch what you read. We've got stuff on our website about prayer. Yeah. Um, we've got stuff we could suggest if you're looking for things. But the bigger part of it is spending time with the Lord. And you're like, well, how do you pray? What do you keep praying about? What do you talk about? That's why I open the scriptures. And begin by reading the scripture that god speak to you in his word yeah and then you speak back to him in response to how he spoke it in the word yeah. and that's a good way to just start your time in prayer well
0: 100 man and that's how, i mean that's how the lord speaks to us right yeah, like you sure. know so many times like we wait on the lord to you know like just i mean almost kind of waiting for this audible old testament you know like yeah hello you know <laughs> like i mean yeah. this moment of god speaking to us I and mean, he is screaming at us yeah sure. shouting his love at us through his word yeah you know and then that's my thing like man i just go to the word and let him speak over you and man like I mean, even, you know, me and you had some conversations about, you know, your your prayer time that you go through the Psalms, like, you know, you just work methodically through the Psalms and how the Lord was just, you know, screaming how much he loved you yesterday. I mean, 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 i not really, I mean, it was just like answered your prayers that you've been praying and seeking the Lord. I mean, just, I mean, you were, I mean, you were teary eyed, bro. I mean, about how the Lord was like moving in that time. The reason why was because intentionality, setting aside time and then letting him speak
1: to you through his word. Yeah, it's funny. That's what we talk about. the The word is active and living. It's a weird phrasing that the word of the Lord is living. But I've read through those Psalms hundreds of times. Yeah. maybe tens of times, hundreds of times, maybe a thousand times. And as I've read through these Psalms regularly, daily, it, it never changes. Like sometimes it feels like I'm I'm reading Psalms and it doesn't connect with me anywhere. Yeah, and I can read the same Psalm two years later. You know, at a different moment and the lord is piercing my heart and and uh that's that's how i think the holy spirit working with his word as you sit in his presence and as you seek the lord and, it, and it's 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 just his grace and mercy
0: oh dude and i mean there, there's like this moment where like just I mean j- i mean just this week where i'm sitting there, you know just studying for for my message and in this moments you know and I mean, I always, always have to remind myself, you know, Tyler, that's not quiet time. That's not time with the Lord. That's not prayer. You know, I mean, it can be, I mean, you should be praying in those things, but it's in your intentional time, but like noticing how intentional Jesus was about spending time with the father. Yeah. Like going off by himself, withdrawing from the crowds, like doing those things. And I'm like, man, I say I do that, but do I really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even in those moments, like, I mean, my phone's nearby, all these things. I mean, like that's. I mean, gosh, I I think it was Piper. It was one of the the guys I really like, you know, listened to a lot. He said that, you know, in our current day, you know, we cannot say that prayerlessness, our prayerlessness was due to a lack of time. Mm-hmm. Man, we've got all the time in the world, but, man, we have yeah, just filled Just check screen it. time on your phone oh, and see all the dude. time we have. Oh, dude, sure. it, it's so convicting every Sunday morning. I'm just like, oh, and then I don't do anything about it. It's kind of sad, you know? And so, like, I mean, I'm just kind of like, and, and I kind of justified it. I'm like, well, I need to do that for work. I need to do that for these things. I need to, you know, like I need to do this for the ministry. And I'm like, I need to do better about that. That's yeah, why
1: I've cut off like most news things I used to read all the time and I've cut off most social media things. Mm-hmm. I go to them every once in a while or I post stuff, you know, I call myself a Facebook narcissist. I don't scroll it. I just post things and yeah. I don't even go to Facebook to post. I post it through Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how I stay off of it. What? I turn off my notifications and that's not because I'm holy or, or I'm better than anybody else or that it's holy to do that and not if you don't. It's simply that I just recognized after a little while how much time was being spent on things just that a time were set, eternally yeah. inconsequential. Yeah. And it was very convicting to my heart, yeah. you know? And I think that all of us could find areas in our life where we need to do more. I still catch myself, like, instead of spending time with the Lord, I'll watch something stupid that doesn't make a difference, right? Even on the car ride home, I keep turning on the radio, and then I feel like the Lord like, turn it off. And when I turn it off, I'm like, okay, let's let's just sit here together, Lord. I'm going to thank you today for this and that yeah. and, and just, just talk to the Lord for 15 yeah. minutes on the way home we yeah. we hate we hate
0: silence we hate those things and you know that now that's a whole nother thing but yeah. I mean there's such an aspect of prayer sure. that we have to withdraw from the distractions we have to do those things yeah. and dive into his word and let him speak to us and then speak back to him through his word I mean with his word I mean you know what I'm saying like praising God with his word and praying yeah. for the, like like I said earlier praying the Bible revolutionized my prayer life. yeah it's good it's and good. so really good well, man, you got anything else you want to add to it?
1: No, that's it, man. We're going
0: to talk about fasting next week, so yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, man, I'm excited about it. So thank you so much for tuning in to the research Podcast. We'll see you next week.